Chapter Twenty Three of the Scalp Hunters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. The Scalp Hunters by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter Twenty Three. The Program. Shortly after, I was wandering out to the Cabalada to see after my horse when the sound of a bugle fell upon my ear it was the signal for the men to assemble and i turned back towards the camp as i entered it seguin was standing near his tent with the bugle still in his hand the hunters were gathering around him they were soon all assembled and stood in groups waiting for the chief to speak comrades said seguin to-morrow we break up this camp for an expedition against the enemy i have brought you together that you may know my plans and lend me your advice a murmur of applause followed this announcement the breaking up of a camp is always joyous news to men whose trade is war it seemed to have a like effect upon this motley group of guerilleros the chief continued it is not likely that you will have much fighting our dangers will be those of the desert but we will endeavor to provide against them in the best manner possible i have learned from a reliable source that our enemies are at this very time about starting upon a grand expedition to plunder the towns of sonora and chihuahua it is their intention if not met by the government troops to extend their foray to durango itself both tribes have combined in this movement and it is believed that all the warriors will proceed southward leaving their country unprotected behind them it is my intention then as soon as i can ascertain that they have gone out to enter their territory and pierce to the main town of the navajos bravo hooray bueno très bien good as wheat and numerous other exclamations hail this declaration some of you know my object in making this expedition others do not i will declare it to you all it is then to get a grist of scalps what else cried a rough brutal-looking fellow interrupting the chief no kirker replied seguin bending his eye upon the man with an expression of anger it is not that we expect to meet only women on his peril let no man touch a hair upon the head of an indian woman i shall pay for no scalps of women or children where then will be your profits we cannot bring them prisoners we'll have enough to do to get back ourselves i reckon across them deserts these questions seemed to express the feelings of others of the band who muttered their assent you shall lose nothing whatever prisoners you take shall be counted on the ground and every man shall be paid according to his number when we return i will make that good oh that's fair enough captain cried several voices let it be understood then no women nor children the plunder you shall have it is yours by our laws but no blood that can be spared there is enough on our hands already do you all bind yourselves to this yes yes see we we ya ya all todos todos cried a multitude of voices each man answering in his own language let those who do not agree to it speak a profound silence followed this proposal all had bound themselves to the wishes of their leader i am glad that you are unanimous i will now state my purpose fully it is but just you should know it ay let us know that muttered kirker if taint to raise har we're goin 
we go then to seek for our friends and relatives who for years have been captives to our savage enemy there are many among us who have lost kindred wives sisters and daughters a murmur of assent uttered chiefly by men in mexican costume testified to the truth of this statement i myself continued seguin and his voice slightly trembled as he spoke am among that number years long years ago i was robbed of my child by the navajos i have lately learned that she is still alive and at their head town with many other white captives we go then to release and restore them to their friends and homes a shout of approbation broke from the crowd mingled with exclamations of bravo we'll fetch them back viva la capitan viva el gefe when silence was restored seguin continued you know our purpose you have approved it i will now make known to you the plan i had designed for accomplishing it and listen to your advice here the chief paused a moment while the men remained silent and waiting there are three passes continued he at length by which we might enter the indian country from this side there is first the route of the western puerco that would lead us direct to the navajo towns and why not take that way asked one of the hunters a mexican i know the route well as far as the pecos towns because we could not pass the pecos towns without being seen by navajo spies there are always some of them there nay more continued seguin with a look that expressed a hidden meaning we could not get far up the del norte itself before the navajos would be warned of our approach we have enemies nearer home Carai, that is true said a hunter speaking in spanish should they get word of our coming even though the warriors had gone southward you can see that we would have a journey for nothing true true shouted several voices for the same reason we cannot take the pass of polvadera besides at this season there is but little prospect of game on either of these routes we are not prepared for an expedition with our present supply we must pass through a game country before we can enter on the desert that is true captain but there is as little game to be met if we go by the old mine what other road then can we take there is still another route better than all i think we will strike southward and then west across the lanos to the old mission from thence we can go north into the apache country yes yes that is the best way captain we will have a longer journey but with advantages we will find the wild cattle or the buffaloes upon the lanos moreover we will make sure of our time as we can cache in the pinion hills that overlook the apache war trail and see our enemies pass out when they have gone south we can cross the gila and keep up the azul or prieto having accomplished the object of our expedition we may then return homeward by the nearest route bravo viva that's just right captain that's clearly our best plan were a few among the many forms by which the hunters testified their approval of the program there was no dissenting voice the word prieto struck like music upon their ears that was a magic word the name of the far-famed river on whose waters the trapper legends had long placed the el dorado the mountain of gold many a story of this celebrated region had been told at the hunters campfire all agreeing on one point that there the gold lay in lumps upon the surface of the ground and filled the rivers with its shining grains 
often had the trappers talked of an expedition to this unknown land and small parties were said to have actually entered it but none of these adventurers had ever been known to return the hunters saw now for the first time the prospect of penetrating this region with safety and their minds were filled with fancies wild and romantic not a few of them had joined seguin's band in hopes that some day this very expedition might be undertaken and the golden mountain reached what then were the feelings when seguin declared his purpose of travelling by the prieto at the mention of it a buzz of peculiar meaning ran through the crowd and the men turned to each other with looks of satisfaction to-morrow then we shall march added the chief go now and make your preparations we start by daybreak as seguin ceased speaking the hunters departed each to look after his traps and possibles a duty soon performed as these rude rangers were but little encumbered with camp equipage i sat down upon a log watching for some time the movements of my wild companions and listening to their rude and babel-like converse at length arrived sunset or night for they are almost synonymous in these latitudes fresh logs were flung upon the fires till they blazed up the men sat around them cooking eating smoking talking loudly and laughing at stories that illustrated their own wild habits the red light fell upon fierce dark faces now fiercer and more swarthy under the glare of the burning cottonwood by its light the savage expression was strengthened on every countenance beards looked darker and teeth gleamed whiter through them eyes appeared more sunken and their glances more brilliant and fiend-like picturesque costumes met the eye turbans spanish hats plumes and mottled garments escapettes and rifles leaning against the trees saddles high-peaked rusting upon logs and stumps bridles hanging from the branches overhead strings of jerked meat drooping in festoons in front of the tents and haunches of venison still smoking and dripping their half-coagulated drops the vermilion smeared on the foreheads of the indian warriors gleamed in the night light as though it were blood it was a picture at once savage and warlike warlike but with an aspect of ferocity at which the sensitive heart drew back it was a picture such as may be seen only in a bivouac of guerilleros of brigands of man-hunters chapter twenty three